Oh gosh, one more time. In a vast multiverse full of discovery and danger, comrades from far and wide will unite for a new call to adventure. One Shots D&D Character Podcast, created by William Nunn. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome back to... Not only another episode of One Shot's D&D Character Podcast, but this is the season finale. This is the end of the Averna Saga. This is what it's all been building up to ever since episode 13, when Odysseus Claw was at Baldur's Gate, and he met up with Alan and Maurice and David Miscavage, and there he learned that the Dark Unicorns were hanging out in Avernus. Yes, the Dark Unicorns that slaughtered his Bahamut feeder clan years ago, and Odysseus has been hunting them ever since. And last episode, he actually found them. He found their tower. He saw that they were there. Thanks to uh, taking a boat right from Charon, who uh, took him to a blacksmith. And Odysseus sang Fade to Black from Metallica to make him cry and feel happy. And happy, sad, really. And that man gave him liquid metal from the River Styx itself. And Odysseus made his way over to the tower and he saw just how fucking buff those dark unicorns look in comparison to the last time he saw them. And he was so frightened, he decided to make a prayer to Bahamut and uh, sent out uh, with cell stones that he got many episodes ago, portals to get people to come and aid him in his battle against the dark unicorns. And that is where we are right now. We are actually about to have this climactic battle finally happen. I have such wonderful guests on here. We've got Caroline Sweet, who y'all will remember from playing Nixie and Dreg's Iron Can and V the Succubus. We've got Erin Nicole Lundquist, who you remember as Kuzara. She's playing Zags this time. Nicholas Ewan, who was Tam Corrin, the basket-weaving, now-fighting badass. And, of course, Pandora herself, Haley Evident. I am so fucking excited to have y'all on here. Please, round of applause to all of you. And thank you so much for joining me. Confetti! So, now, since this is going to be a major battle, uh, this episode will be a tad different from what you would usually experience with one-shots, where we mainly do it as mainly an improv show, where there's no dice rolls, no mathematics, nothing like that. Instead, this time it is going to be handled a bit more like a D&D session, where we will be rolling dice, because there is combat heavily involved here. But I still believe that we're going to have a lot of the really fun things you would expect from the show, the improv, the role play, all that good stuff. And I just I cannot wait for this to commence. And before we do um, now, uh, just uh, Haley and Nicholas, could you give us uh, and, and Caroline, could you give us just a bit of a brief uh, recap as to who your characters are? And also, Haley, you've got someone else joining us that you're playing as as well. I have, yes. So what's happened to Pandora since uh, she's been away from Odysseus is she came across um, some of those uh, magic cards, uh, a deck of many things. And uh, being the happy-go-lucky scamp that she is, she drew one and it was the knight card. And she now has a halfling knight following her around. And uh, she's not listened to a word he said and named him Sir Bushley. <laughs> 
And uh, even though he says that's not his name, she's like, no, no, I'm going to still call you Sir Bushley. That is your name now. Um, he believes that she knows where the Holy Grail is. And uh, she's stringing him along saying that she does. And if he does what she says, she'll give it to him. <laughs> Uh, could we could we tell the audience what his real name is, or do you want to save that? Ah, uh, no, no, no. I'm happy. Um, he is. Uh, I've forgotten his name already. <laughs> I'm so used uh, to calling Sir, him Sir Bushley. Sir Galahad. He's Sir, Sir Galahad uh, of the uh, yeah, Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> we already have a crossover happening. We've got Arthurian lore and one shots mixing in. That is very exciting. Um. And now for uh, Nicholas, what's uh, Tam Corrin been up to lately? Well, as you recall, he has finally overcome his curse. He is no longer bound by the constraint of weaving baskets every time he wishes to throw hands. <laughs> and so, he has been marching due south as you instructed him, following the exact direction you told him to go in, and has not stopped since. There we go. And Caroline, you have been, you are now officially. Well, depending on, because I was originally going to have Carlisle the Priest join us, and for scheduling conflicts, she's not going to be able to join us. But big shout out to her for being one of the best guests in the show and popping up multiple times. You officially have the crown for being on the show more than anybody else. You've been on the show four times now. This is your fourth appearance. Oh my gosh. So congratulations. That's crazy to think about. I know. You've played so many amazing characters, but I'm so glad you get to come back. Not only as Nixie, but if, as you guys may remember, Odysseus was starting to kind of lose his mind by uh, episode 54. And he was, because um, he had been in Avernus for quite a while at that point. And so whenever he is talking to someone having sort of a Tyler Durden relationship, it would be Nixie in his head. <laughs> so you're kind of playing both. Both Nixie and Odysseus's head, and the real Nixie, which, could you tell me what Nixie has been up to? Oh, oh goodness. So, uh, Nixie is still adventuring with her, um, with her party out there in the, uh, in the Frost Maiden world, and, um, we've been through some shit! I'm not gonna lie! We've, um, gotten the fucking shit beaten out of us! Um, we, we, we've almost lost a few party members, uh, some of us had to make certain deals with other people in order to stay alive at, at great consequences, myself included, which is why uh, Nixie kind of has some memory issues right now. She went out uh, far north in search of someone and now doesn't remember who that person was. So she's just, you know, with this party adventuring and she doesn't remember why she's adventuring in the first place. So, you know, it's great. It's wonderful. We're all having a beautiful, beautiful frozen time. Frozen for now. <laughs> for now. And um, she's also discovered some weird stuff about her, uh, according to certain people in the 10 towns that she wasn't even aware of. Um, we have a sus person in our in our party. We don't really know what's going on with them. Uh, we, there's just so much going on. And again, almost dying every other you know session is wonderful for all of us. Totally wonderful. It makes things interesting. Great for morale. Oh, yes. Near-death experience is always just, you know, adds, adds so much flavor mm. to the soup that is our characters. Oh, yes. Um, and now we have my very good friend, Aaron Nicole Lundquist, here with us. And instead of uh, 
playing a character that has been on the show before, you're actually bringing us someone new because uh, it does not surprise me that Odysseus, uh, his portals would accidentally get someone that he just doesn't know. So he made, he just pulled your character in by accident, which, uh, could you tell us a little bit about Zags? Oh yes. If you'd like, I can do my introduction if you, if you're down. It tells quite a bit about my character. So, um, it is I, Zags, the mighty paladin of Bahamut, chieftain of the faith, prime of medicine, earl of defense, consul of virtue, divine of dragons, overlord of steel, warlock of the phoenix, president of purity and llama of divinity, the mother of the stars and the inevitable slayer of the fiend, Tiamat. Zags is a level five kobold paladin. Um, she has a lovely sky blue t- tint to her skin um and she thinks she is far far bigger than she is um zag's entire clan was killed in a cave-in in the underdark and she was the sole survivor and mm. she blames tiamat for this and is on a never-ending quest to slay uh the mother of all dragons there you go there you go i am so excited to have odysseus meet zags for the first time so Without, since normally we would usually go into a whole thing of like, okay, where are we going to meet? There's no point in doing that. <laughs> Odysseus is literally standing outside of the Dark Unicorn Tower. He has done his prayer. The cell stone activated a portal, and the portal opens up in front of him, and that's where we stopped last time. And after that moment, four, well, actually, uh, there's Sir Bushley slash Galahad, Pandora, Tam Corwin. Nixie and Zags all pop out of the portal, just falling on top of each other in front of Odysseus, and the portal vanishes. This doesn't smell like due south. Oh! Holy shit! I actually have people here! Oh, Nixie, Tam, uh, Pandora! Oh, you're so, you're here! Holy shit! I can't believe it's so good to see you! Such fresh faces! Am I hallucinating? I hope I'm not hallucinating! I'm oh, really yes, my friend! Oh, yeah, you're definitely, definitely I'll, you're hallucinating! Not hallucinating and I'll, Come, I'm not let hallucinating. me embrace you! And Tam just runs right towards you. Oh. Oh, it's so good to see you, friend! Oh, <laughs> I'm definitely not hallucinating! No, this is no hallucination. Oh, I am here! Oh. Oh. And then Odysseus looks over at Sir Bushley and is just very puzzled, like, who is that? And then he sees Zags, who he's, like, amazed by just, Well, uh, uh, brave kobold, uh, I don't know uh, you. Um, halt, be ye friend or foe of Bahamut. I am a friend of Bahamut. In fact, I worship Bahamut. If you Bahamut. are a friend of Bahamut, then you are a friend of Zags, the mighty paladin of Bahamut. Well met, sir, and sir's friends. Zags will aid you in your quest. I presume you are out to slay oh, that's Tiamat. that's so delightful. No, no. In fact, uh, that was actually a plot line of the show that never happened. Oh. So... We're not going to be able to make that happen. But I will tell you that there are five evil dark unicorns inside that tower behind you that killed my Bahamut <gasps> theater club. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. It is very much time for them to suffer. Uh, Mom, uh, is this gentleman a friend or foe? Uh, uh, yeah. 
don't, yeah, don't worry about it, Bushley. Uh, he's, uh, he's just one of those kind of like strange kind of creatures that I met around. Uh, he, he doesn't, you know, he's not a problem. But he, if he is a problem, then please kill him. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. We're good, we're good. Sir Bushley, if I may say, it is a pleasure to have you amongst us. And if you may be so kind, I would love your assistance in helping us slay the dark unicorns. If it gets me closer to the Grail, then all right. The Grail? Yes. The Grail. And he stares off into the distance and kind of like, it's like sort of like flashbacks of Vietnam or something, you know. <laughs> his, his eyes go all kind of like glazed over and he's just staring off and he start kind of humming to himself. Yes, the ale. I'm kind of thirsty myself. Oh, really? Let's say that after this, we all go back to the tavern and drink. Yay! Yes, oh, that yeah. so much fun. But Let's defenestrate we... some dark unicorns. Before we go, seeing you all here has made me feel so much better inside that if you just give me one moment, I have a litany I must say before we begin. And Odysseus pulls out his remaining copy of Frank Herbert's Dune, and he finds the page where the litany against fear is, writ- is, writ- is written. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I... I have not finished yet! (laughs) Only I will remain. All right, that's it. Is that a sex thing? No, it's it's a whole, you know, making yourself feel better. I mean, does it feel sexy to you? I don't know. There's a lot of talking about eyes and things. Inner eyes. There's nothing in there about whispering eyes. Oh. All right. So, yeah, if it were a whispering eye, then, ooh, that would be actually quite interesting if it were a whole... How does that go? It, it would be, uh... When it, when I will put it pass over me and through me, and when it has gone past, I will turn the whispering eye to see its path. <laughs> oh, that's kind of funny. All right. <laughs> so, anywho, we shall move forth and take down those bloody dark unicorns. Very so good. We, So we start to march toward the tower, and as we get inside, we sneak in, and we see this arena-type setup, and there's a lot of red paintings that surround the tower, and it stretches up pretty high, and there's some chairs and tables. It seems like a spot that the dark unicorns would hang out in, even though they all have four legs. And, excuse me, I was about to burp there, and it kind of happened. And uh, they ended up uh, just wanting to go do whatever they were doing, uh, trying to manifest evil plans, because they've been heavily involved with the blood war that's been going on in Avernus with the demons and devils, trying to keep that fight going uh, to keep evil from, you know, coming out. But if Odysseus were to show up, that war could be affected. So we shall see what happens involving that in case, uh, you know, there could be some consequences. We'll see. But... We go inside, we see what's going on, and Odysseus hears just a weird little, like, crumbling rock in the far distance. Did you hear that? Mm. Yeah, Bushley just farted, sorry. Mom! Oh, 
Oh, I was right behind you. <clears throat> I recommend you keep your mouth closed at all times. Uh-huh. Everybody. Wait, so, so you you admit that you farted? <clears throat> um, I, I may... Uh, it's... No, no, no. It's the smell of brimstone and, and fire and, and sulfur. <clears throat> but it, Whatever it is, it's stinky. Yes, everybody be on your guard. The stench of evil is afoot. Your stench is evil. Please do. Though I will say, if if you really do have very powerful gas that could come in our aid... That'd be awesome. Yeah, we can set it on fire. Exactly. I am a dragonborn. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that's a good idea. It, it might the fire might go internal, and I mm. might combust. Well, let's hope not. I mean, that would be fun. <laughs> actually, it would be kind of hilarious, actually. But but since you are delightful, we can use him as a bomb. Yes, you could. Well, no, 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 no. Let's not kill him. Let's not actually kill him because we don't know what's going to happen if any of us die in this place and anything else. Yes. And he also has really good hair. Oh. Thanks, Mom. Oh, you have very lovely... You actually do have a decent pair of eyebrows from what I can see. Oh, well, thank you. I grew them myself. Well, it's all very nice and all nicely polished and everything else. And... Ah! Lightning strikes right before us, and the five dark unicorns ambush us, Well, that saves us, us a walk. Ah, oh, shit. Everybody, roll for initiative. Woo! <laughs> two arms. Yes, yes, you do have two arms, Bushley. Well done for noticing. Oh, wow. I actually got a, I actually rolled a 20 on my nice. first D&D roll in one shot. Woo! So that, that works. Nice. <laughs> All right, so we've got Odysseus at 20. So, as, as y'all are rolling, I'm going to, and if you want, just to make it a bit easier, you can put it in the Discord server what your uh, number is, and I can just list it off on here. But to let y'all know who stands before us, there are five dark unicorns. There's Thunderhoof, who shot the lightning out of his horn before us. Then there's Bloodhorn, who is the leader and the fastest. Then there's Manger Pain who has more of the muscly, brutal strength and probably uh, talks like Stu from Scream. <laughs> or actually, no, it would be Wild Stallion that would. He's mainly the bro of the Dark Unicorns, but he can summon spells. And then there's the metal-wearing Tina, who uh, wields magic and wears metal. <laughs> Amazing. So those are, those are the ones there for that. And uh, they are standing before us... Uh, Revving their hooves, staring at us, ready to uh, bring us down. So, I got uh, one more initiative I need to see on here on the Discord. And as I uh, put all these together, I'm going to let them uh, taunt you guys. So here's Bloodhorn. Whoa, Odysseus Claw. You actually thought you could make it here and surprise us. Yes. I actually knew you were coming. Charon sends her regards. What? That blacksmith that you got your liquid metal from? Oh, fuck. Y'all need to have liquid metal. So, wait, wait, wait. Everyone get some liquid metal. Liquid metal. Yes! Point on the surprise. 
Everyone, get your liquid metal. Ooh. I'm so overconfident. It's Why shiny. It's shiny. So everyone, thanks to thanks to what Odysseus Claw did in the last episode, he uh, he got liquid metal that he could use on his weapon and on everybody else. So all of you get Aha. plus two damage on your attack roll. Extra shiny, try oh, sweet. Whoa. Very nice indeed. Yes, yes. So, Odysseus Claw is uh, just just baffled that this creature knows, and he says, You think that blacksmith actually stayed doing what he was doing after you did what you did, coming this way? Oh no, Charon actually found a replacement, and that replacement warned us that you were coming. Yes. Ah! Uh. I'm going to fucking kill you whether you knew we were coming here or not. We are here to stop you from slaughtering any more artists. You killed my sweet Jessica, Richard the Second, Richard 2.5, Richard the Third, and Morpheus. Their deaths shall be brought to justice. Oh, not Richard 2.5. <laughs> you are such a comedian, Odysseus. We warned you not to come here, but since you've come this way, we might as well give you the beating you deserve. You deserve a treat after all this time. My friends, why don't we show them the meaning of pain? Manger pain! <laughs> yeah, that's my name. Oh yeah, we're gonna bring you down. This is Wild Stallion up in here. And I just wanted to let you know that when my horn went through your sweet Jessica, those were the sweetest vocal cords I ever heard. You fucking twat! I would like to defenestrate him. And I'm... And I'm Tina. And all of you are going to be devoured into my stomach when you're all dead. Oh boy. Oh, I forgot. I actually am rolling for Nicholas here. <laughs> so I got a plus two for my initiative modifier to it? Because he doesn't have his dice. Uh, for initiative, uh, you know what? We're going to do that because that was actually a very low roll. So Nick is going to be five. All right, let's let me know uh, up here. So uh, just to let the audience know. What I have a great have? club. Well, I'm deciding between the Great Club or the Glaive, to be honest. Glaive has a plus one. Ooh. Slashing damage. Could do a plus three with the... You could do Ooh. a plus three with it, maybe. I think I'm going to go for maximum damage, then. 1d10 plus five slashing. Sags, what do you have? What do you have, Zags? Ah, I am holding a golden trident, and right now I have it in both hands, so it is a two-handed, treated as a two-handed weapon. Um, and you will see my character use a lot of channeling her divine gifts of Bahamut into her holy weapon. Oh, oh delightful! Oh, I'm so glad that I have all of that there. That's just amazing to know. And I'm getting this in here, and there we go. And now let me get the initiative on the Dark Unicorns. So we're going to start with Bloodhorn. Wow, he's, he's going to be waiting a while. 
And then we've got, ooh, for uh, Manger Pain, we've got you at uh, here, so that's a 10. So, and uh, let me do, I'm just gonna do three more rolls to see what happens here. Oh god, that's a high one there. Sorry, this is taking me a sec. Oh, oh good! <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, Pandora's got a uh, wooden crossbow. Um, it's uh, got carvings of kind of like flowers around the sides of it and uh, inscribed in right inscribed upon, along the shaft as it were it says from fallowed fields uh, she's also got a rapier but she's uh, more of a crossbow girl so Bushley has a longsword and a shield there you go. and he is in heavy armor <laughs> that heavy armor is going to be very very handy all right, so I just finished the rolls for the dark unicorns, and uh, all right, let's line these up. Let's see here. So Odysseus and Pandora are going to be going first, and um, I'm going to let Odysseus go first. He might as well be the one yeah, to start definitely. us off here. And then let me get everyone else lined up, because we've got Odysseus, Pandora, then we have uh, Thunderhoof, it's going to be the first Dark Unicorn to attack. And then we have uh, Manger Pain. <sighs> I still think that's hilarious. I actually watched Manger, Ma Major Pain not too long ago, and I wanted to see if that name would fit, and it does. Nice. Um, so we've got that in there. And then it's going to be... Uh, we're going to get Zags in there next. At, at, at here, and then we're gonna have a uh, wild stallion in here after that, and then we're gonna have uh, Nixie and Tam. Oh no, no, Bush. Bush actually goes after uh, Manger, so we're gonna get Bush in there for Manger. Now we're all caught up and everything, and thank you, Caroline, for saying that you have dagger, short bow, plus one dagger, and short sword, and you have a loot as well. Yes. Loots are good. All right, so. This is all good information in here as we, as the dark unicorns are patiently waiting for us to attack. So Very, very patient <laughs> villains. I love it. Very patient villains. They're very overconfident, and that's what's going to be, hopefully, their downfall. So, Odysseus Claw, the very first thing that he is going to do in this situation is he's going to use a cantrip. He's going to be using his, uh, um... Oh gosh, where is... I'm trying to find it in my notes here. Um, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Vicious Mockery. That's what it is. So I am going to have him do Vicious Mockery against the Dark Unicorns, and they all have to roll a Wisdom Saving Throw that's going to be higher than 10. And um, so he's going to be just spouting out a major insult at them. You assholes are all going to fucking die, and I hope that when you die, your souls get evaporated for eternity, and you never come back. And if you do come back, I am going to eat you and shit you out to make sure you never come back again even after that. Yeah. You're going to come back as dog food. <laughs> You're going to come back as poo. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me roll. I'm going to make five rolls for all these dark unicorns here. Damn. Ooh, even better. And one more roll. 
All right, so I got a five, a seven, a four, a one, and a six. Whoa. They are all gonna be taking one D4 damage. Wah, wah. Oh, yeah. You hurt their feelings. Now we're gonna hurt Death them. Woods. Yeah. Yes. So they are all just whining and pleading, just <laughs> not expecting the pain that they're going through. And uh, let's see how much damage it's going to give them. Alrighty then, so let me get uh, everyone lined up here for HP. Do, 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 do. So Thunderhoof just lost four damage. He's got four damage. And then, uh, aww. Uh, well, yeah, since, that, since that's that's technically a word and not liquid metal armor, I can't do like a two plus damage on that. I really want to, but nope. What if you spit <laughs> liquid metal at them? Okay, so when Willodiseus was doing that, there's a lot of slobber just coming out of his mouth, and he's got his sword in front of him, and just the liquid metal just trenches off, just... <laughs> so, we're going to bring that down an extra two. This is all in good fun, everyone. So... <laughs> so now that's bringing down Bloodhorn's uh, damage down a little less, which is great. I, I love that. Thank you for the... This is all meant to be in good fun, everyone. So anyone like, you can't do that in d and I'm making it happen. It's his game, and that's he says, right. rule of cool is a rule. Yeah! His podcast, his rules! Hell yeah! Yes, yes, yes! All right, so... On this one... All right, so they got... So Wild Stallion got six damage... So that's really good there. And let's up uh, for Tina here. Tina, uh, she's got, uh, oh, wow, she's actually got another uh, six damage there too, so that's even better. And uh, let's see how that goes there. And then we've got Major Pain, and that is going to be five damage with the plus two. So hooray, hooray, hooray. Alright, so they are all, their ears are ringing really badly, they've got liquid metal just kind of, you know, heating up on their skin, they're trying to shug it off and look intimidating before us, and now Pandora, it's your turn. Right, she uh, gets out her crossbow bolts and she puts them in the liquid metal thing, so she's got one, she loads one up, uh, and she goes, Oi, you, dickhead, this is gonna hurt, and then she's gonna fire at uh, Bloodhorn. Um, and as she is an assassin rogue, she's going to use her assassinate on him, which is uh, quite a lot of damage. Um, <laughs> it's like double sneak attack. Uh, so that is a 16 plus 7, 24 to hit. 24 to hit, that hits. <laughs> Ooh. Nice job. And that he takes. Here we go, you ready for this? Um, and plus six, uh, 25 points of piercing metal pain. Really? And then she's going to use her bonus action to do a kind of barrel roll and hide behind something. <laughs> How much damage was that? 25. 20. I think I said. Five. 25, yeah. Pandora. <laughs> How would you like how would you like to kill Bloodhorn? <laughs> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> exploded. Exploded. Wow, you defenestrated him. Oh my god, like the sparkling <laughs> explosion. Oh my god. 
Excellent. I love the idea that she, she lines it up perfectly, that the crossbow bolt kind of like goes straight through the horn, which kind of splits the <laughs> horn in half, then goes all the way down the neck, down the spinal column and straight out of its ass, and then like hits something in a really cool way. Uh, maybe with a bit of like some entrails still touched to it and then she just barrel rolls off to the side and it's like yeah nice Bloodhorn uh, is has a dumbfounded look on his face as the horn goes through his head and is just completely dead right then and there and as you can see his color starts to change like his entire soul is just gone and then he he turns into ash and vanishes as the entrail blood is still kind of sitting where he used to be. And now all the other dark unicorns are looking at each other like, who the fuck did Odysseus Claw get over here? And Odysseus is just a complete shock and just, oh my God, you just, you just, you just killed him with one hit, with one, what? Did I really even need to call anyone? Could I have done it myself? Odysseus Claw is just, He's both baffled and amazed and terrified of Pandora's amazement right now. And now that Bloodhorn is dead, uh, it is Thunder's turn, which Bloodhorn was going to pop up later. But uh, now it's Thunder's turn. Oh, oh by the way, Bushley, Bushley is clapping like, you know, when people sort of go, go and watch very golf. Polite <laughs> golf. <laughs> that kind of slow. Very good, mom. Yes, very Amazing. good. Amazing. <laughs> so, 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 so Thunderhoof is just... You killed Bloodhorde. That means I get to take over this group as the leader. <laughs> so he's going to uh, rev up his hooves and he charges up his horn. Let's see what he does here as he gets ready to do a strike on Pandora. Can he? Can he uh, see her? She is currently hidden. Oh, he's currently. She's currently hidden. Okay, so. Yes, okay. sorry. That was in my bonus that's action. That's right, that's right. Hide. Okay, so Odysseus, so it's instead, he's going, to, roll, instead, though, so instead he's going to... Instead he's going to aim his uh, thunderous lightning horn at Odysseus, and uh, it does not hit. So, Odysseus Claw sees what he's about to do with his lightning horn, and the, the, the strike shoots out, and Odysseus dodges. Just all swiftly, just going, The light of fire of Bahamut is within me! We've got this, my friends! Yeah! So, so now it's Manger Payne's turn. Well, I think I can do some big fat pain on that cobalt there. Uh-oh. He says as he points at Zags. Come and try it, you fiend! And that is definitely not going to hit as... He runs over towards you and tries to knock his hooves really hard into you, and you dodge and move. Ha ha! Too fast for you, you foul creature! Bahamut protects us! So up next is Sir Bushley. Um, he's going to kind of rush towards, um... The, whichever one's nearest to him, let's let's engage with one he hasn't hasn't. Uh, maybe Tina. Let's go to Tina. Already then. Um, and he's gonna kind of like clank, 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 clank with his heavy armor. Clank, 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 and uh, he's going to go for a hit, and he's going to make it into a grappling strike um, using one of his special fighter maneuvers. Uh, so he lifts up his sword and he goes to hit. Let's see how this does. 
Nat 20! Critical Awards! Huzzah! Nicely done, you got him. Yes! Wow. Awesome, <laughs> so that's... Oh my god, I just rolled two eights. What the <gasps> hell? <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry, I'm obliterating them. You're good, them. you're good. Um, 67. Uh, that's a, a 20, 23. Oh my gosh. How do you want to kill Tina? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. I'm so what is sorry. going on here? <laughs> I have no idea, but I gotta buy everybody a drink after this. You guys are awesome. Yes. Damn, is it on his turn yet? <laughs> uh, Bushley lifts up his sword and is like, take this, you scum! And sort of like cleaves it uh, with such force of a tiny little halfling that I'm um, so much stronger than he expe- like, expected as well that I almost imagine it's kind of like baseball where he like manages to kind of whack this uh, unicorn, not only splitting it in half, but it kind of like launches the remains into the sky. And it's like, says Pandora wherever she's hidden. Oh my God. That's so fucking beautiful. Go long, go long, he shouts. Wow, that is absolutely marvelous. And Odysseus is just, absolutely dumbstruck and Wild Stallion and Thunderhoof and um, (laughs) Manger Pate are just a complete (laughs) terror over those two and they're just slowly backing themselves up as uh, this is happening so now it is uh, Zag's turn Ha ha! It is time! Bahamut, give me strength! And I raise my trident to the sky, which starts glowing with a holy energy. As my for my bonus action, I cast divine favor, calling upon the favor of my god. And I look to the one that I just to the dark unicorn that I just sidestepped, and I slam my trident into the side of its flank as hard as I can. For Bahamut! And let's hope I hit. Oh my goodness. I too rolled a 20. Yes! yes! Oh my god! I have advantage because if I'm close to people, I get to roll twice. I rolled an 8 and a 20. So let's go with the 20, oh. shall we? Let's go so with the 20. 26 please. to hit was what I did. So who, who are you oh doing this on? Uh, it's the, the unicorn that had just attacked me that I sidestepped. Oh, Manger Pain, okay. Yes, Manger, yeah, Manger Pain. Alrighty uh, then, so what, uh, what, dam- what damage will you do to Manger Pain? So it's 13 piercing plus 3 radiant damage. So it's going to be 16 total? Yes. And then there's your 2 plus with the uh, uh, that, rubber sticks metal. That was the, including the 2 plus. Okay. Alrighty then, so Manger Pain is currently very badly damaged. He is uh, very much in major pain right now. But I'm um, Or should I say, Manger Pain <laughs> is in major pain. Um, so that's what's going on there right now. Uh, he's fucking furious, very angry, and is trying to keep himself standing up straight and just huffing and puffing, feeling all the pain corrosive over him. And now it's Wild Stallion's turn, and Wild Stallion is going to go pick a fight with Tam Corrin. Bring it on! 
And god damn, he's not gonna hit either. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't come to play, so, unicorns. So Wild Stallion uh, sharpens up his horn and he tries to uh, go over and stab you in the heart and uh, misses. And he just uh, just he just starts to go back to just revving his huff, just going like, Come on, man, I gotta do this. I gotta take these guys out or at least one of them. Jeez. <laughs> so stupid. You have selected Tam as your opponent. Now you will be defenestrated. But first, it's Nixie's turn. Hey, which one of you, my little ponies, are still alive? It's uh, Thunderhoof, Wild Stallion, and Manger Pain. Okay, sick. Um, in that case, Nixie is going to cast um, one of her brand new spells, which is Tasha's Hideous Laughter. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, no. Oh, oh yes. And um, since a wild stallion thinks he's some big shot attacking my new friend, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna select him as my creature of choice. There you go. So for Tasha's hideous laughter, uh, a creature of my choice, which is going to be wild stallion, um, is going to perceive everything as hilariously funny and fails into fits of laughter. If this spell affects it, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. Gotcha, gotcha. Alrighty then, let's see how this goes. So you're doing that, let me see if this will work. So Wild Stallion is uh, hearing, it, it, the spell has gotten into Wild Stallion's head and he just collapses and starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> just doing that over and over and over again. And Nixie's just like laughing dirty. with him like, I know! <laughs> You're all gonna die, all oh, you and your friends. You're all gonna. It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> Guys, help me! <laughs> I'm going bad. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, uh. Oh, I'll help you, all right. Now it's Tam's turn. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to make a reckless attack on Wild <laughs> Stallion. There you go. <laughs> Kick him while he's down, literally. With my glaive, it's called name. Now say it with me. Yes. Name. <laughs> name. <laughs> name. Name. Don't. <laughs> Would you care to do the honors? Which one, me? Yes. Oh, but do you want me to stab him? Oh, uh, could you roll for me? Oh, yes, right. <laughs> yes, they've been sacrificed to the house gremlin. I can't find them. Oh, boy. It looks like, despite the fact that he is laughing, staying on the ground, he actually can still move and run away while still laughing. So your hit misses. Even with my advantage on attack? Well, do you have another... Oh, you have another roll you can do. Okay. Hold oh, on. no. I mean, when I use reckless attack, I get advantage on attacks using strength. Oh, And I also right. have an extra attack, so I can choose to attack twice. 
goody, goody, goody. Let me uh, look at your stats here just to make sure. See, this is why it's good that y'all are here to, to let me know about these things. And... Okay, that's actually pretty pretty awesome there. Um, yeah, let's roll again. Let's roll again. Okay. Also, I'm going to use my glaive for this so plus eight to hit. Also, that is definitely going to hit. Ooh. Very good. So, yay. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> so, he's sitting there laughing hysterically. And he's... So, the attack hits. And, um... So, what what die do you want me to roll? For, what do you mean, for now die? that we know that's going to hit. Hmm? What are my choices? Well, um... Okay, so, like, with, your, with that attack that you've mentioned, like, is it a D8? Is it a D10? Um... The glaive? Yeah, the glaive. It's a 1d10 plus 5 slashing. All right. Uh, and is that plus 5 including the uh, plus 2 from the liquid metal? Oh, no, no, no. There's also a plus 1 on the... I think it's a... Is it a plus 1? It says, it says glaive and then plus 1 next to it as, as the name. And then... So the plus 5 is slashing damage. So I think... I think it would be a plus 7 then. Alrighty then. Nice. So, Wild Stallion is currently sit is currently laying on the ground, still laughing, and he has been impaled. And there's a lot of blood coming out from where you have impaled him. Also, can I attack a second time now? Yes. So same me, person. Uh, same person. Cool. And that'll hit. So let's hit him again. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just forgot that I have this new level up. I just got a second attack. I'll remember for the next one. <laughs> Whoopsie so, doodle. So, Tam Corrin, how do you want to kill Wild Stallion? <laughs> yes! Ooh, yes! I have ideas. First of all, get it. is there a glass window nearby? <laughs> there is. <laughs> there is? How big oh is it? Oh my god, yes. Uh, it's big enough to be able to see the river Styx <gasps> and a further wide landscape of Avernus itself. Oh, God. I'm gonna go for a field goal. So, <laughs> I would like to go for the decapitating strike that launches his head up into the air, and then I would like to punt it through that window into the river Styx. <laughs> All the while, oh, God. yelling as loud as I can, prepare yourself! As you sail through the air, you will know my name! I... Um, the I look forward to hearing that in the final cut of this episode because you were so loud I did not hear a single bit of it, but I'm sure it was amazing. It was it was censored uh, for us. <laughs> censored for graphic violence. So how far did this head go? Well, Let's say that it went through that window, it went sailing, and you hear a as it falls into the river sticks <laughs> off in the distance. Nice. Another clap from Bushley. Very. Yeah, it's very good. And then Tam Corwin just raises his hands and does the field goal symbol. Nice, nice, nice. Alrighty then. So now we get to go back around to Odysseus Claw, and he walks up to uh, Manger Payne, is currently bleeding really badly, and um, 
he uh, just looks at him with anger in his eyes and just sees how pathetic the Dark Unicorns really are. If this day has taught him anything, he should have never felt to himself the shame and sadness that he has felt fleeing from them. You know what, little unicorn, even though you're technically a bit bigger than me, I have been going on this journey for many, 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 many months. Maybe a year. Longer than that, probably. But there's one thing I have learned, is that I can treasure my friends. And clearly, none of you really care about your own companions. And the fact that you decided to slaughter mine was the biggest mistake you have ever made. I hope that when your body evaporates and your soul is no longer going to be coming into Avernus ever again, I hope that you will know, at least within the last few seconds of your life, that you deserve nothing suffering for what you have done. And for that, I am sorry that your existence has been so hellish. Odysseus is going to do not a, uh, he's not going to do a, uh, uh, a, one of those, that word thing I mentioned earlier, the, uh, the, uh, oh gosh, what was it? I need to remember what it was. Vicious mockery. Vicious mockery. He's not going to do that this time. He is instead going to, uh, he is instead going to use another, uh, he's going to use, a uh, Crown of Madness. Ooh. To make this creature suffer. So, I have to roll a Wisdom Saving Throw to make sure this does not affect, uh, Manger Pain. And that didn't work, so... Oh, God! <laughs> Looking at Odysseus' claw, his eyes are widening, and he is just... Get me out of here! Get me out! No! 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 And he just starts running and knocking himself into uh, a column, a nearby column. And the column actually crumbles and lands on top of him. Oh, shit! So because his damage was so low, or his health was so low, that kills him. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> Brutal. So his... Amazing. His, his body just evaporates right then and there. Oh, God. So Thunderhoof is our last dark unicorn, and this is where we're going to jump. So, Thunderhoof looks at Odysseus' claw, very, very angry, and he looks at him and he says, Fine. You think all of you here are strong enough to defeat the Dark Unicorns? Well, it looks like we should have gotten ourselves better allies. How about you, Dragonborn Bard? Why don't you join us? And he shoots lightning at Odysseus, and Odysseus is now under Thunderhorn's control. (gasps) (gasps) As you command, (gasps) Thunderhorn. Uh oh. New friend, no! No! (laughs) 
Good luck trying to defeat, get him out of his possession without killing him. Alright, guys. What do y'all want to do? Oh, no. <laughs> Odysseus is now in possession of oh, the fucking God. dark unicorn that remains. What can you do? Attack the dark unicorn that remains, of course! Wrestle Odysseus to the ground so he doesn't get hurt. Yeah! That's a good idea. Um, Pandora is going to try, <laughs> here we go, try charm person on Odysseus. Alrighty then. Um. Um, yeah, so yeah, he's going to need to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, <laughs> uh DC 13. Aha! Excellent. Um, so now you regard Pandora as a friendly acquaintance. <laughs> I, I see, I see a creature before me who might be a friend. Yes, friend. And then Thunderhoof is like, no. And he keeps the spell going on Odysseus. Ah, <gasps> oh, damn it! Oh, that, it was that worth was a, a try. Attempt. And then Pandora's just gonna, she's gonna to do another barrel roll and hide behind something else, <laughs> and then just go hit him, Bushley, and everyone else. So Thunderhoof is now his turn, and uh, he is looking at uh, Tam, and he wants to uh, he wants to strike him down. Bring it. Check your AC here, and uh, yeah, that's not gonna hit. <laughs> Although I do have disadvantage now that I've used Reckless Attack. So how much? Oh, so I, I could do another roll on you. Yeah. Okay. Oopsie. I'm being fair here. Sure, sure, sure. Appreciate it. Because warriors are fair. And and that did not hit either. <laughs> the warriors also laugh. Ha 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 ha. So basically, he just shoots lightning strikes at you to uh, try to make sure they they uh, they hit you and they don't work. Tam is disappointed by this. So now we have Sir Bushley. So what's Sir Bushley going to do? Um, he's going to head towards uh, Thunderhorn and say, <clears throat> "Now I don't think you're playing particularly fair, now are you?" So um. I, I would like us to really have a conversation about this and agree with one another in a, in a less hostile manner. Um, but And then Pandora's like, just hit him, Bushley! Uh, oh, yes, 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 very good, Mom. And, uh, yeah, he's going to um, try a... Oh, he goes to hit him and then kind of almost gets a bit sidetracked and uh, is going to attempt a, um, a grappling strike. So he's going to hit him... And try and hold on to him at the same time and grapple him mm-hmm. um, as part of one of his fancy maneuver things. Uh, so let's see, let's see how he does. Cool. Uh, that is thirteen plus six. That is nineteen to hit. Yeah, that's gonna hit. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. Uh, long sword and one of his superiority die. Um, oh, what 
What's that? Oh god, that was not a good roll at all. <laughs> uh, three plus five. Um, that's eight. And um, he is going to grapple him. Uh, so that's an athletics uh, thing. Hang on. Where's my things? There we are. Plus six. So um, that's 18 on a strength athletics check to grapple the unicorn in both his hands, like just give him a big hug. <laughs> yeah, Thunderhoof definitely feels that impact and is uh, definitely injured from it. And <clears throat> this is this is where we're going to do kind of another jump here. Thunderhoof uh, opens up his mouth and just does like a <sighs> he uh he is allowing for all of the ashes of all of the dark unicorns that have been killed inside this tower. They all start to wind up and go inside him, and <gasps> they heal him. <gasps> so rude. So question. Wild Stallion's head got punted all the way into the Styx River. Is he going to get less of a buff from him? Uh, he, he, he does not get the HP from his head. So we'll, 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 we'll say he's missing yes. one. He's, miss, That's where all he's the missing juicy one HP. HP is usually from, stored. He's missing one HP from his full HP. I think I did a good HP. job today. You did. You did a very, very pleasant job. And also thank you, Sir Bushley, for... Uh, what you did there. Now it is Zag's turn. Now I will say, I will say this. I will say this. You might want to save Odysseus first. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> that, I think. Uh, just, just checking. Sorry, quickly. Um, grapple. Does it mean uh, if anyone attacks, there's an advantage on that? Uh, I'm going to say no for the sake of simplicity. Okay, right, fine. He's just giving him a hug. Yeah, just give him a hug. Right? A big Sorry, old hug. <laughs> uh, I, uh, so, uh, Zags is a simple creature. <laughs> I don't think she would. I know you're giving me a meta hint, and I appreciate that, comma. However, I don't think Zags would have the uh, the. She is not big of brain. <laughs> It's like, I'm not... That's fair. Uh, yeah. And so while, while I would love to somehow break some kind of mind control on Odysseus, um, I, uh, she would be so focused on getting revenge for her new best friend who summoned her forth into this valiant battle um, and continue her charge at... Uh, th- is it Thunderhorn? Is this correct? Yes, Thunderhorn. At Thunderhorn. Um, I'm sorry. I know you were trying to give Thunderhorn, Thunderbluff, all good. Yes. So, um, Zags, uh, it worked up into a frenzy, um, charges at the unicorn and dives its, dive my, I'm going to dive my trident deep into its neck. Alrighty then. And what does that roll lead you to? Let's see. Ooh, I had a 14 to hit. Ooh, that will hit. Ooh, okay. Then I do um, 11 piercing damage and four radiant damage for a total of 15. There you go. I get a second attack. 
so upon withdrawing my trident from his neck, I'm going to try to go under his chin. For I am small but mighty. I got a 27. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So I got, um, let's see, five plus seven. Why did you, why are you making me do math again? So a 12, 14. So 14 piercing plus one radiant damage. So 15. So you brought that up to his head. Yes. Alrighty then. I think that's a pretty good description on how to defeat him there. Uh, but I will say, as your as your uh, weapon goes through his head, he is able to say a few more things before letting go. <laughs> you should have saved your friend before slaying me. His adventure, his whole damned adventure, was for naught. By becoming one with me, his soul is no more and will go to Karan as she wishes. <laughs> and then Karan vanishes and Odysseus clumps to the floor. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh-oh, guys. Uh-oh. Is he, is he good? Are we, are we out of combat? You're out of combat. Okay. Uh, Pandora's going to rush towards to, to towards him and, and, and try and kind of, like, see what's going on uh, and turning him over and having a look at him. How's he looking? Well, Odysseus, uh, he looks like he's dead. He is uh, not breathing. He has no heartbeat. Um, The only things that his hands are clutching right now are uh, his lute and uh, his side, basically. She's going to cast Cure Wounds. And see if it does anything. It is... She's like, come on! Come on! Come back with me! Come on! You don't die like this! It's not... Speak to me, Odysseus! It's not working. Come on, friend. She's like... We're going to the tavern after this. (laughs) La, 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 la. La, 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 la. La, la, la. It's your song, Odysseus. It's your song. And she's crying. And she's like, no! No! Nixie's gonna come over and just start shaking him like, hey! 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 Wake up! Wake the fuck up! Hey! She just like slaps him across the face like, hey! Oh, guys, I'm so sorry. I, 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 I didn't know. Odysseus is still laying on the ground, motionless. Wait, where's that book he has? Cam is there Coleman something in that book? His- I've got an idea! Huh? Doesn't Odysseus have like a book? On him that he's been traveling uh, with? No, but he has this loot next to him. Oh, just the loot? Tan Corwin's gonna pick it up and absentmindedly attempt to strum on it. Is that something <laughs> he would do? I would say so. 
Um, let's see. Rain on, rain on. Nixie's also gonna take her Lou out and try to and try to help him out a little bit. No, that's not right. No, I think that's more like it. And he starts strumming a song that he heard Odysseus strum the one time that... The one time that he was helping him overcome his curse. And the song from Rocky. Still, and Odysseus is still laying motionless. Oh my goodness. Um... I'll, I'll give him some whiskey. I'll give him some whiskey. She takes out her her little decanter, which uh, has got some, some whiskey in it and other ingredients, and starts pouring it down his throat. There! Drink that! Come on! The whiskey is... <laughs> the whiskey is not doing anything to Odysseus's throat or digestive system. It's just kind of hanging there in his mouth. Okay. Is there... Oh, this is God. this is a little out there, so if I can't do this, I understand. Mm-hmm. But Zags would approach Odysseus. I'm so sorry, new friend. There's only one thing I can think of to do. And I would hang up my trident on my back. I would rest my hands on his chest. And I would pray to Bahamut to send my life energy into Odysseus because we are both of Clan Bahamut and my wish to my god is to essentially trade my life for his since I was the one who I couldn't live with this. Zags could not live with this if she caused the death of another clan member. Uh, roll me a d20. And All see right. What you do. Ooh, that's, that's oh god. I put the loot back in Odysseus's claws. I, I, oh man, um, I rolled a seven. Ooh, there is a very, very faint exchange of life. Not enough to bring back Odysseus, but you do hear the most quiet, powerful whisper you've ever heard, and all it says is. Nothing else matters. Or no, no, not ever. Nothing else matters. Nothing really matters. <gasps> that sounds familiar. Oh no, I can't hear it. Ignore me. <laughs> what happened? I had an out-of-body experience that I couldn't hear. Don't worry. <laughs> I do that sometimes. So you did you cut work? you cut out. So what did you say? You said nothing, and then it cut out on my end. I couldn't hear you. You're good. You're good. Um, nothing. Nothing really matters. Okay. Um, I tried to bring him back, and I just heard a voice that said, "Nothing really matters." I. I... Oh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> I understand. Come on. <laughs> Is it is it that thing? He was singing it. He sang something, and it had that line in it when I met him. What was the line, Pandora? It was, 
Nothing really matters. Anyone can see. That one, right? Nothing really matters. Nothing really matters. To me. Is that it? Sounds familiar. Bushley, oh, you weren't even. You weren't even here. Why am I asking you? Oh, sorry, Mom. As y'all are bickering and arguing, music starts to flow into the tower. You start to hear do 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 Yes! Where's this coming from? I don't know. I'm gonna do some interpretive dance. It's kind of my thing. Just like kind of wiggling around like kind of sort of like you know, waves and stuff. It's it's very sensual. I'm gonna get my loo out and I'm just gonna play along with the melody that is playing as well. And then uh Odysseus is slowly moving his mouth with what's going on with the music. <gasps> just killed a man. Put a gun against his head. <coughs> what's a gun? Oh, trigger now he's dead. <laughs> Mama, life had just yes! begun. But Keep going. I've gone and thrown it all away. And then Odysseus hears in his subconscious the uh, Nixie that's in his head <laughs> singing along. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. <laughs> Hold on, I can I can send the lyrics. In. Uh, I got it right here. You want me to just come in at that at where you left off? Yes, yes. Please do, please do. Mama, ooh, I don't wanna die. I sometimes wish I'd never been born at all. And then you hear this whisper that it's the same whisper that Zags heard earlier. Shouting out to all of you to go. I see a little silhouette of a man. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scramanoosh, Scramanoosh, will you do the fandango? And then you see a bunch of lightning bolts hitting the tower, and that's when you say the next part of the lyrics, just instinctually. Thunderbolt and lightning! Thunderbolt and lightning! Galileo! 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 Figaro! Magnifico! I'm just a poor boy! Nobody knows me! He's just a poor boy! He's just a poor no, we will oh. not let you go. Oh gosh! Bismillah! We will not let you go. We will not let you go. Let him go! Let him go! We will not let you go. 
Let me cry. No, 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 no. No, no. Oh, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, let me go. Let me go. Has a devil put aside for me? For me. For me. For me. Odysseus feels completely rejuvenated. His soul is back. He is completely healed. The entire song and structure and everything all just manifested itself back to brilliance. And with that, you can all clearly hear the powerful words of Bahamut. Thank you so much for singing the song that needed to be sung. I am very much indebted to you brave warriors, and especially you, Odysseus Claw. What? Lord Bahamut, it's you! Oh, I can't believe we have met! Actually, this is not the first time we met. There was an episode, many episodes ago, where you were in a time-shifting weird raven's roost spot. And I actually got to chat with you, but you don't remember, do you? Uh, no, I, I don't remember. Well, I had told you the secret to defeating the Dark Unicorns was your loot. You do realize that your loot being in the presence of the Dark Unicorns is what made them so weak in the first place. By continuing their slaughter of innocent musicians, their greatest weakness would be your greatest weapon. The gift of song, the gift of music, and the song that once came before that will come again. You have done a great service, Odysseus. By doing this, you have brought me back to life. What? I, I have? What's going on? What, what, what is this whole plan? What's, what's, I don't understand. You see, Odysseus Claw. I hope you don't hate me for what I'm about to tell you. And everyone is just looking up in the sky in bewilderment over what's going on. You see... The Dark Unicorns... We are told to kill your Bahamut feeder clan. By you? No. By Tiberius Claw, your father. <gasps> what? Ooh. Oh shit, daddy issues. <laughs> Wait, that's his dad? Oh, it all makes sense now. Yes. It is true, Odysseus. Oh! The voice! Father! Yes. I have been with you this whole time. Oh! Why? Why would you do this to my clan? Why? Because we knew if you were to go down to a furnace, not as a soldier for my clan, we would not be taking part in the blood war. Yes, that is unfortunately true. The Dark Unicorns many years ago ended up 
bring me to my greatest low. And with that, I decided to let my existence go inside to a particular soul of my choosing. Tiberius Claw wished for you to eventually one day go down to Avernus yourself and defeat the Dark Unicorns. So that way my soul would be fully resurrected and that the Blood War would not be affected by his interference. So essentially, yeah, they killed me many years ago. I don't remember how long, but yeah. They killed you and we did this to, to them? And my loot made them weaker? How, how is this all fucking possible? Odysseus Claw, I know you must feel very angry and have many troubling questions. If you wish to learn more, all you have to do is come home. You know where I am. I... I may do that. You may not wish for me to do so, Father, since you are the one who plotted this whole thing. I may come over there and give you not only a piece of my mind, but a piece of my claws in your throat! And my foot! Oh, yeah, the daddy issues are real. Mm-hmm. Very well, my son. If you wish for that to be the case, I will accept whatever judgment you have toward me. But know this. If you kill me, there are consequences that I wish you to not experience. I shall see you at a later time, my son. Lord Bahamut, why could you have told me this before when we were at the Raven Roost and who could have left my memory in there? Well, you were kind of in purgatory at that point. Your memory would not have kept any detail I gave you but I made sure that your loot had great enough strength. I was honestly surprised you didn't even use it during the battle. But know this, my sweet child. You have wonderful friends. Please cherish them. And whatever may come between you and your father, I hope that you will seek forgiveness towards his actions rather than Revenge. Remember, you have pure heart coming here. Do not lose that now. At least you can go back to having an impure heart after you leave Avernus. Well, can I just at least, um, maybe, uh, could we, uh, get maybe teleported to a safe location? Is, is that possible that you could at least do for us, Bahamut? I don't want to be in Avernus any longer. I'm still hearing Dixie in my head. Hello! Ma! See, there she is! <laughs> oh. Very well. I can understand the annoyance there. Odysseus Claw, for all that you have done and all you have sacrificed, you have even sacrificed your soul very briefly. I shall bring you all to a tavern at Baldur's Gate. Yay! Woo! And then we all vanish from Avernus... 
and we get sent to drinks, 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 drinks. We get sent to the uh, the bar over at Baldur's Gate, and right before us, sitting at the bar, <laughs> oh, gosh. drinking a big fat mug of very powerful wine, is Odysseus's very good friend, David Miscavage. <laughs> hey! Oh my goodness! What the hell are you people? Odysseus Claw! Holy shit! Ha! Huh. I don't think I'd see you again after the David Miscavige stage play! Oh! David! Oh, I'm so glad to see you! Oh! Oh, wow! I mean, I still fucking think you suck in comparison with the whole how everything happened at the play, but. Oh! I just. This is such an unexpected surprise! Oh my goodness! Uh, everyone meets David Miscavage and uh, this is Zags, Nixie, Pandora, Sir Bushley, and Tam Corrin. These are my friends. Hi! I like him. He is loud. <laughs> I do not really care for, for actors and such or the theatre. I think they're very strange and weird. Bushley, that's rude. Shh. Well, fuck you too, mate. <laughs> oh, I like this guy. He <laughs> told you to fuck off. Yes, thank you very much, Mum. Yeah, well, so why don't you fuck off? I'd rather not, Mum. Thanks. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, well, get, just get us all. So whiskey's all around. Get us yeah? all around, David. Please. Hey, hey, hey. I well, I'm not exactly rich right now, thanks to what happened at the stage play. But that's all. You know, fuck all that shit. There's a lot that I could tell you about. That you know what? We're gonna save that for another time. Ah, uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Well. Let's all gather around and have a whole bunch of drinks and everything. So, Odysseus, yeah. we all get our drinks and everything, and I'm just going to go ahead and mention that Odysseus catches up to David about everything that's happened, everything that's gone on in this final final battle of the Dark Unicorns, and Odysseus's dad, Tiberius Claw, being involved with the death of his uh, Bahamut Theater clan. Um, he's already told him about all of that, and... Uh, Alan, who runs the bar, comes up and just goes, So, hey, you guys. You uh, you guys doing all right tonight? I'm glad to see you back, Odysseus. Yes, Alan. I'm very good to be back here. Are Skelly and everyone else still here? Yeah, dude. They're here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, someone left this for you. And uh, Odysseus sees uh, a note uh, in Alan's hand, and um, it says... Um, I will be here in three weeks. I hope you stick around long enough for me to see you. Big purple heart, Kuzara. Yes, I'm already setting up plot points for season two, Aaron. Very excited. <laughs> I was hoping I was going to be there right now. Like, I was so ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, Al- and, Alan- and Alan looks at the, uh, the envelope and just says, Oh, this came in three weeks ago. well then so Odysseus Claw sees that and then the doors just bust Bust open open. (laughs) and there's Kuzara running in Odysseus my love I waited for you I waited on bated breath I, I can't. I, I miss you so much. I miss you too. Oh, this is really yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. This is wholesome. Who are? I like this one. She's loud. 
Who are these other people, Odysseus? Who are, who are they? Oh. Well, this is David Viscavage, my fat gnome friend. Hey! And oh. uh, this is this is Pandora and Sir Bushley. And uh Hi! Uh, good day. And this is Tam Corrin. I'm the defenestrator! Oh, that uh, sounds really Nix- important. Yes, very much so. And uh this is Nixie. Hi! Oh my gosh, you're adorable. Oh, thank you! And this is Zax. Hello! Oh, hi there. Good to meet you. We won. Oh my gosh, Odysseus! I waited! I've waited so long! The the unicorns! Did you find them? We did! And we killed them! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, those guys sucked! Yes, they did! Oh my gosh, I just... I honestly am very much amazed that they were so much weaker, but turns out that Bahamut actually had some weird, cool spell thing on my loot that was kind of hinted at in an older episode that actually, you know, made uh, my, made their powers a bit weaker, because Bahamut was... part of his soul was actually put inside my loot, and now he's back to being in full strength, and he's there, but unfortunately, I found out that, uh... This is all a big ploy by my father, who told the Dark Unicorns to kill my Bahamut feeder clan, so that way I would get really pissed off, want to go to Avernus myself, so that way he doesn't have any of his soldiers go in, take out the Dark Unicorns myself, and be able to fully restore Bahamut's spirit. So, I'm so sorry, Odysseus. It's a lot to process and to take in, and I'm already a couple of drinks in, but it's... Oh, my love, come here. I'm so happy to see you. This is so much to process. Well, we will will avenge our clan together. I'm so happy to see you, my friend. Please, don't leave me. I want to be with you every second of the way. Are there any brothels around here? Of course, if you need to go on any errands or anything, I won't stop you. But j- just, at least for right now, don't leave me. No, 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 no I'm, I'm here, man. I'm here. I'm here for you. <sighs> well. I feel like a voyeur. What's a voyeur? I would like another big, strong What's glass on? of mead. Ah, oh, sounds fancy. David, another round, please. Alright, uh, Alan, can you let this one be on the house or something? Yeah, sure, dude. Um, so, uh, everyone is, uh, yes, everyone just gets their drinks and everything, (laughs) and, uh, Odysseus is now starting to feel a little, a little drunk, trying to, uh, (laughs) process everything. I really, I really feel like this whole adventure is just been such a strain. I really feel like I need to lie down for a while. I, I have so many questions. I have so much to process, but I am so grateful for all of you being here that if it would mean so much to me if I could at least sing you one more song. Aw, yeah! Yeah, yes, sing Odysseus! Very well. <laughs> and Odysseus is uh, pulling through his uh, songbook, well, his lyric sheet that's inside his lute, which luckily none of it burned while being in Avernus. Um, he is still a bit sweaty from his, from his encounter in there, so his hands are a little bit shaky, 
he's definitely going to need some rest to fully recover. But I do think uh, he is going to uh, put out something here that's going to be enjoyable to all of you. And my phone died, so I can't pull up lyrics. So let me think of something. <laughs> <laughs> Improv. There's nowhere to charge your phone in Avernus. Right. It's fine. We get it. Yeah, you can't charge your phone in Avernus. <laughs> All right, so I am thinking to myself, um, All right, here's one that my mother used to sing to me. All that you touch... And all that you see, all that you taste, all you feel, and all that you love, and all that you hate, and all that you find, beg, borrow, or steal. And someone in the back of the bar is just going, just (laughs) chiming in like you would hear in the Pink Floyd song. (laughs) And all that is now, and all that is gone. And all that's to come And everything under the sun is in tune But the sun is eclipsed by the moon Bravo! Thank you so much Well done Very good, Mom Thank you for sharing you're welcome, my friends. I love you all so much. Oh, we love please. you. Please. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, bring it in. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very squashed right here. I'm very squashed indeed. Shut up, Bushley. Come on, Tony. Get over here. This has been an amazing experience with all of you. I think I'm going to go sleep this off. And, I mean, if y'all want to stick around, feel free. I'm sure David can entertain you, but I really need to go fucking sleep. And Odysseus uh, puts his hand on uh, Kuzara's shoulder and just says, My lady, would you wish to join me? Here, l- let me get this for you. And I- I'll lift up Odysseus into my arms oh. and uh, bring him upstairs. <laughs> to the room that I have on standby because he told me to wait here for him. So I just live here now in this bar. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, So we go upstairs for things that um, will probably lead... We will follow him. (laughs) Starts going up the stairs. She totally would. Just like behind us. So yeah. So we go upstairs, and everyone is slowly following us. Um, (laughs) Stealthily. So they 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 all start to kind of lean their ears toward the wall. Oh God. uh, Clank 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 (laughs) clank. And and uh, Kuzara and Odysseus get into bed together and. Since Odysseus is so tired, he's he's not got anything going on, so uh, Kuzara, it's up to her to do whatever in this moment here. Oh no, she just she just goes to sleep. She goes she lays his head down on the pillow and then lays next to him, puts her arms around him, and falls asleep. There you go. Very romantic. And Odysseus is uh, sleeping and he does dream of one very specific thing. He can hear the entirety of the song that's been in his dreams in its entirety. 
and realizing that this song was not meant to be the song that would ultimately destroy the Dark Unicorns. It was the song that was meant to be able to bring back both Odysseus Claw and Bahamut to life. So he now feels the song flow within him whenever he sleeps. And it's the most wondrous song he has ever heard in his life. And then he starts to see these visions of these dragon operas being written. And there's one particular creature that he sees writing something down that looks like he's got kind of a lizard shell head and he's flying on this weird green structure called a bird of prey and is speaking in a strange language but he is singing very powerfully as he is shooting these green weird things at these other weird ships and they're exploding and that's when Odysseus can actually hear lyrics to a dragon opera that he has actually wanted to write Maruta and Octa or it's Octu and Melota Jacquum et Feto Maluta! I'm going to let everyone perceive that as you will. Because as those same lyrics were sung in that weird ship, they were being written down by a very old dragon and translated. And he's wearing glasses trying to get the stuff sorted out. He kind of looks like the Gandalf equivalent of a, of a dragon, pretty much. Nice. And uh, oh. he sees Odysseus, and he just... He sees Odysseus through the dream and just goes, Oh, isn't that pretty fucking funny? <laughs> and <laughs> Odysseus wakes up surprised, and he sees Kuzara just snoring next to him. And... He uh, sees the sun shining out. He uh, he goes out to the hallway just to go downstairs, and every one of y'all are just sitting outside asleep on top of each other. Like, y'all were just waiting to see if something were happening. Y'all just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, David um, is muttering uh, Necronomicon-related incantations in his slumber. And oh, uh, Odysseus just kicks him and just goes, Wake up, everyone! I'm awake, I'm awake. Hi. Um, I'm here. What are you doing here? Nothing. I was just following everyone else. Oh. I see what you were doing. You wanted to make sure Kuzara and I were protected. You are such yeah. wonderful friends. Yeah, mm, mm, yeah. That's no, totally that, it. that is yes. exactly that's, what that's we would what do in doing. that situation. Odysseus, you have truly, truly kind friends. Truly you do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, does anyone want to have breakfast? <gasps> yeah. yeah. Waffles! Mm. Yes, yes, waffles. yes. So we go downstairs. I want all the eggs in the entire world. So we go downstairs and we uh, order our order our breakfast menu uh, and get all the food that we need from Alan and the skeleton waiters, Skelly and Boney. <laughs> and um, 
And they, they, they are from the D&D campaign I was in with, uh, with my friends Nick and Kaylin, which, by the way, thank you, Nick and Kaylin, for creating the campaign I got to be involved in. I know we didn't finish it. We got a new one in the works. But I am eternally grateful that I got to create Dominus Cabbage and Odysseus Claw for that campaign and that they will continue to exist on in this show. So as we eat, we enjoy, we dine, and I'm just going to let us let us talk right here. Um, so Odysseus is eating these really amazing potatoes that he hasn't had since episode 13. That's when this whole journey to Avernus began. It was all the way back to episode 13. For Man. it all to culminate to here is very fitting. So he's eating, and he just looks at everyone and just says, So, um... What are y'all, uh, what are y'all going to do after this? Are, uh, any of you wanting to go to, you know, are y'all going to go back to whatever y'all were doing before I teleported y'all here? I, I hope that y'all, um, I didn't, you know, put off anyone's schedules for stuff or anything. Damn, is nothing going on. Oh, no. Okay, well, I feel... I just finished a bank heist. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, it was cool. Oh, we're so loaded. I probably shouldn't be telling you that. I should probably kill you all so you don't tell anyone that I stole from the bank. <laughs> You'd be welcome to try. How much did you get? Hey, if you need yourself a thief, I'd be more than happy to join you and your crew. Oh, yeah, totally. And uh, David is just smirking at joy over this. Um, and then uh, Odysseus looks at uh, Kuzara. He just puts his hand on her hand. And just goes, is there anything troubling you, my lady? I, uh... I, I can't... I can't stay. You can't stay? Why? I... I actually said I can't stay, but, uh... I, that too, oh. I, I can't... I can't stay. There's something... There is something that I have to take care of before I can continue on my journey with you, my love. There's something in my past that I have to lay to rest. And I, and I waited for you. I truly did. But I'm sorry. I have to go. Oh. And Odysseus watches Kuzara leave the bar and uh, slums down sorrowfully. And Adaba just pats him on the shoulder and just goes... Well, you give us some, you win some. Hey, uh, you want you want to have yourself an early drink? I'd be more than happy to grant that for you. Oh, shut the fuck up, David! I just came back from hell itself. I had been there for months. I have witnessed my friends get gutted by dark unicorns, and we defeated them with ease. But it cost me my life. And then... They were, I was brought back by my friends and found out that it was all a big, fat, convoluted ploy by my father to try to get... try to get Bahamut himself brought back to life. And why use me? Why was I the guinea pig on this fucking adventure? I swear on my divine Bahamut lord, you up there... I'm glad you're alive. I am glad that you have been with me every single step of my journey. But know this. I do not forgive my father. I do not feel compassion for his actions. He could have sent a warrior that could have been part of his clan and could have had them just 
kicked out, did a whole secret government operation thing, and had that person go in and do that. Has he ever watched Bird Notice or 24? No, he has not. Good shows, by the way. But I am going to need real rest here before I even continue that fucking journey. It's going to be a long trek to get here to the Bahamut City. And when I get there, there will not be much that will make me want to be merciful to my father. So, David, if you say one other fucking word to me about Kuzara, I will make sure that Kufulu himself comes back here and impales you with his tentacles. Ooh, can I defenestrate him? Gladly! <laughs> and this is the first time David has ever looked at Odysseus' claw with fear. Normally he is a very happy, chill dude, but he can now see the real anger within him. It just shows, and it's just like, all right, Odysseus, I'll, uh, I think I'm going to uh, see, uh, just go maybe my own way here. Oh, and uh, if any of you would like to, you know, let me help you with some thieving and stealing, I do need to get some creds, you know, for, for stuff. I can't really talk about it just yet, but, you know, I, 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 if you got another high scoring on Pandora, it'd be very fun to tag along with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, the more thieves, the merrier, right? <laughs> more competition, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, of course, you join me anytime. Sure, sure. And uh, Odysseus looks at Zags, and um, he says, Zags, do you feel any different connection to Muhammad at all since we have returned? I... I can't feel Bahamut at all. You can't? No. I... I don't know what happened, but I think that since I... I caused your death, that I'm being punished. Huh. I don't... know. It's okay. And Odysseus... And Odysseus hears evil laughter in his head. <laughs> huh? Uh -huh. Odysseus Claw. You thought you won here. Who is this? What's going on? <laughs> you know what the Tower of the Dark Unicorns really is? It was a prison, and there are no guards left there. Sure, there was a Bahamut that needed to be rescued, but they never counted on Neo-Bahamut. <laughs> Your father was a fool, Odysseus Claw. He resurrected the wrong one! <laughs> and now, the 
the darkness of my wrath will commence. Do feel free to pray to your god. Or wait, you are praying to me the whole time. <laughs> Also, I do a really good impression of Bahamut, don't I? <laughs> and his voice fades. Oh. oh no! Are you okay? Oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh no! no what? Oh no! Did y'all hear that? What's, what's up? No, no, no. Hear what? We resurrected the wrong Bahamut! What? Wait. But there's what? more than one? Apparently, there's a Neo Bahamut! He, he can do that? Oh, God! Father, can you hear me? Oh. It's a one way signal, isn't it? Fucking Verizon! Okay! You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna have to come over there and figure out how did my father even conjure a fucking conversation with this fake Neo-Bahamut fucker? There could be dire consequences at stake here for what we have done. <sighs> oh my. By Neo-Bahamut, is that like, you know, the guy from The Matrix? Is it just a Bahamut wearing shades? No, it's that like sounds that right. It's like that really creepy-looking one from Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, God. But what if you take off his shades? Would he be just regular Bahamut then? No, he's actually... Uh, there's no actual text scripture images of him. It's just... And Odysseus pulls up um, one of his Avernus books, and he only sees uh, in the index for Neo-Bahamut in, like, one page... And he pulls it out, and he's and it says to him, uh, or it doesn't say to him. He can read in the book, and it says, "Neo Bahamut, never trust. If you find him, you're done." And that's it. That's all it says. In, the, in the, it's a very cryptic message, in um, in in that Avernus book. And um, Odysseus is trying to compose himself, get himself sorted. And then he uh, stands up from the uh, Baldur's Gate bar, uh, or the Loathsome Tavern is what we're technically in. And uh, he looks at all of you and says, Everyone, I think I know where I must wander next. And if this dire situation is as dire as it really sounds, I may call upon ye yet again, especially since I still have my cell stones. It would be an honor to fight at your side once again. So, um, who are we defenestrating this time? We are defenestrating a god. Neat. Well, fuck! Yeah. Plenty to look forward to there. And Odysseus Claw, uh, puts on his, uh, his scar, not his scar, he just puts on his, uh, leather armor and grabs his loot and his long sword and, uh, a, some to go, a to-go order of potatoes 
and he uh, comes up to all of you and just gives all of y'all necessary hugs. But I'm gonna let him do it one at a time, just because this, this is about to wrap up here. David, fuck you. <laughs> I hate yeah. you too, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And then uh, he goes up to Pandora next. Pandora, may your next fevery and all that fun stuff go well for you. And if you do take David with you, please do not let him go into a full prayer to Kafulu, unless you want him to keep falling asleep on you during a heist. Right, noted. And she gives him a big, gives him a big hug. And as she's doing it, she's kind of subtly looking like she's gonna kind of put her hand in his pocket to see if there's anything in there, and then kind of thinks better of it and pulls her hand away, and then looks upset at herself, like, oh, oh, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I? Oh, never mind. It's because I like you. And Odysseus pats her shoulder and then goes over to Sir Bushley. Sir Bushley. You are a worthy knight and very, very skilled. I hope that you will defend my friend very well. Hey, what about me? Thank you. You, you too. You can defend yourself. You have a high AC. Thank you. Your words are very gratefully received, and I do hope that Pandora will lead me to the Grail someday. Yeah, yeah, the Grail. Yeah, sure, Bushley. Um, actually, my name is. No one cares. Mm, Come on. Grail. And then uh, he gives uh, Tam Corin a really tight hug. And I grip him even tighter. Mm. If this is our parting, let it be remembered. Yes, let it be fucking remembered. Mm. <laughs> And Odysseus is less squeamish about the really tight hug than he was before. Almost yes, like use all your strength. Yes, good strength check. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> You're ready for the road, my friend. Indeed, indeed. And then uh, he goes over to Nixie and he says, You know, Nixie, for a little while I was starting to feel a little batshit crazy while I was in Avernus, and I actually talked to you in my head for a while, and it was very weird, but at least you're delightful and funny. Oh, oh glad my voice in your head uh, gave you some comfort. Uh, I hope hope you would get that looked at. I probably should. That might not be a bad idea. I, I, I actually do know who I could ask about that. Perhaps, uh, oh, I could ask Cicatrice. Oh, Maybe she could help you there. There you go. And uh, Odysseus uh, gives you a big hug and uh, tries not to hug too tight. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nixie actually um, hands you um, a present that she um, uh, was working on last night before she went to bed for you. Um, I-, I know it's not much, but I uh, was hoping this would help you on your journeys in the future. I was inspired by our our last battle together to try to write a song from scratch. Oh, what is this? And so she just hands you a paper and it has a little like bow on it. 
um, and it's literally just sheet music and it's the My Little Pony theme song but anywhere that it said My Little Pony it's just scratched out and it's, it's just like fuck those unicorns fuck those unicorns throughout the entire uh, song <laughs> anywhere it said My Little Ponies fuck those unicorns <laughs> fuck those unicorns oh this is so delightful thank you so much so anytime you're feeling down you can play this song and remember how we fuck those unicorns up <laughs> Yeah. Yes, we did! Woo! Oh. And then he looks at Zags, and um, he puts his hand on your shoulder in like kind of one of those respectful night gestures, and then uh, does a hug and just says, I'm so glad that you were brought to us. It may have been you that caused my death, but it was ultimately, well, kind of a blessing. I don't want to say it's your fault that Neo Bahamut is resurrected. I'm not saying that at all, but <laughs> I am saying that I would not be here if it weren't for you. I think I think Bahamut thinks it's my fault, so um, I'm just gonna just go crawl in a hole, I guess. Thank you, my friend. Um, when I have atoned for my sins, I'll find you again. I hope you do, and maybe you would be a great asset against Neo Bahamut. You have my trident. And you have my longsword. I would say loot, but I'm very possessive of it. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Alan uh, shows up to uh, give Odysseus uh, one last gift. So, uh, here's uh, one more thing for you before you go out on your adventure, my friend. Oh! And Odysseus Claw sees, um, he sees this, um, this really beautifully crafted, delicious looking taco. A, uh, it looks kind of like what we would know as a red Colorado. And, um, Odysseus, uh, looks at him and it's just, Oh, thank you, Alan! This is so, this looks so delicious! I am kind of full, so I may have to eat it probably while I'm on the road. Uh, sure, man, if you need to eat it, go ahead uh, at a later time. But I did want to let you know that um, Maurice was actually here not too long ago, and he says hello, and so does um, everyone else. Um, oh, so, uh, yeah, uh, Rhea Mantelhorn, she doing okay? Yeah, she's good. And, um, oh gosh, who else was with us? Uh, we've got Maurice, got... Oh, um... Fuck, I'm drawing blanks on names. Yeah, 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 the Tiamat girl, she's good. And, uh... Um... That one, that one, uh... The one that David keeps saying has muscular boobs. Yeah, 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 that, that whole fucking debacle. We haven't done that in so long, I'm forgetting names too, Odysseus! Yeah, it's crazy, I feel so bad. Then again, I've had so much happen lately. Yeah, sorry, Nick and Kaylin, I forgot their names. Um... But they are wonderful characters, and uh, they will be remembered um, <laughs> when I remember them. <laughs> they will be remembered sorry, when we remember sorry, them. Sorry. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad, but it's all good. So, Odysseus has claw, been through some shit. Um, I think it's okay. I think he gets a pass. Yeah, he's been through a lot yeah. of shit. So he needs some fucking therapy. Odysseus Claw. Odysseus Claw. Yeah, he needs therapy. Odysseus <laughs> Claw um, strums his lute. And uh, walks out into the streets of Baldur's Gate after saying, "Oh no, no!" Before he does that, let's rewind. He he um, 
He strums at his lute just once and then just looks back at everyone just says, Remember, everyone, if Bahamut doesn't give you song, you just sing it! And he now feels very weird about that statement. If Bahamut doesn't give you song, but it's been Neo-Bahamut this whole time. So, what could he do to make them feel reassured? And then instead he says, You, my friends, you give me song, and I shall sing it whenever I want. And he waves his clawed hand, and he walks out of the bar, and he starts strumming along to a song that um, he had thought about singing and decided, what the hell. Something in the way No, no, let's actually, hold on. We're gonna go back to, uh, hmm. Sorry, that Batman trailer is so fucking cool. Um. Oh, I know what I could close out season one with. We don't need no education! And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The rest of us, I guess, left in the the pub. Uh, Pandora's going to look at everyone and go, So, um, any portals nearby, or is it... Do we have to walk back to where we're from? I really hope we don't have to walk. I'm just going to finish breakfast. I mean, I do have a portal available, but you may not like how I use it. Uh, oh, I think I will. You're my kind of <laughs> chaos, David. Okay, okay, well, uh, alright, so... David pulls out, uh, his book, and, uh, he opens it up, and he starts to go... Oh, God. <laughs> And then this portal opens up inside the the, the Elfson Tavern, and these giant tentacles pop up and grab all of us. Oh God! Now, wait a minute, Tam hasn't finished his breakfast. Mead, yeah. Nixie's just trying to grab all the waffles she can as she's like being pulled from the table. And the Necronomicon closes on top of uh, the uh, table that we were just in. And Alan looks at it and just goes, Did something happen here? And uh, Skelly and Boney just kind of go, Oh, they went inside that book? Okay, I'll keep it safe. And uh, you could kind of hear this bellowing laughter inside the book and then it just there's no other sound from the book and now that Davin and everyone else are inside the book they see before them a huge disheveled ancient city at the shore and there's a bunch of tentacled creepy monsters roaming around screeching and saying all these horrible things that y'all cannot understand except for David. And David is just like, Oh! I made it home! We're at Yay! <laughs> and that's it. 
That is the end of season one <laughs> of One Shot's D&D Character Podcast. Whoa. Oh, man. What a oh, journey. Oh, my fucking God. Um, okay. Full disclosure, I did not plan on Neo Bahamut being a factor. <laughs> I did not plan on everyone going to rally at the very end. <laughs> but... It brings up a lot of fun possibilities for season two and maybe a spin-off episode with all of y'all and David in where David used to live. Oh my god. He owes me yes. breakfast. Oh my god. So for anyone who hasn't listened to the David Miscavage audio stage play, we have finally got a post-show connection to where David is now back at Rallier, which at the moment he is happy. But he never got back the amount of gold he needed to get Rallier's uh, rent fully funded. So the place has now been overrun with Lovecraftian monsters. And that could lead to all sorts of interesting circumstances. Especially since I would like to think the Cthulhu Priest of Cthulhu is still there. So oh, God. I may have to talk to Kelsey about that. Um, <laughs> so we... Have literally finished season one, and I am so fucking excited that we just did that. Odysseus Claw, like, okay, I will be the first to say, I was originally thinking about the Dark Unicorn's HP being at around 50. That was that was the original idea. Okay. Like 50, 50 HP, pretty high. <laughs> and I thought, no, I don't want the fight to go on for too long. Mm-hmm. And then all of you were just crushing them within... <laughs> Within turns, like no, I'm so this sorry. So, no, that made it even funnier. I think it made the whole. I think it's hilarious that there was this fucking build up, and then we just come in and we're like, "Sup, bros," and we just bitch slapped all the fucking unicorn. <laughs> I will, but it does it does make uh, Neo Bahamut's presence make a lot more sense, where he was essentially tainting their power to make them weaker, so that he would be freed, which. It was, I didn't even plan for that to all culminate the way it did. It just worked out. I'm like, wow, that's great. Cause it was originally going to be more along the lines of like, um, the dark unicorns did this with Tiberius to, um, just have Odysseus Claw go back to Tiberius. So that way he would be part of his army clan, be forced into it. But I thought, but then as we were getting closer and closer to this moment happening, I was like, None of this is gelling that way, and Thunderhoof's about to fucking die, so something else needs to happen here, and that's just what came out of my head. No, that was brilliant. <laughs> Love it. So good. It was very satisfying and uh, a really impactful way to conclude the show, and now Odysseus Claw has himself a new journey to go on in season two. He's going to go back home to find his father. And uh, at, get not only confront him, but also figure out how did he communicate with Neo Bahamut initially? Because his dad thought it was Bahamut the whole time. Otherwise, he probably would not have done this for someone like Neo Bahamut. So that all happening there and that all concluding the way it did. I'm just flabbergasted that we finally finished season one and... I cannot thank y'all enough for being here. I'm so glad Kuzara got to make an appearance. And <laughs> I got to bring my DM's character, Alan, back. I hope he likes my impression of him. Um, <laughs> and it just makes me so fucking happy that all of you were here and I got to do these characters yeah. and let them do this. And it's just... 
thank you so much for yes, bringing me same, back. Yes, thank you so much it's for such having an us. Such an honor to do this so with all fun. of you guys. Seriously. Likewise. Yeah, you guys. I'm, so I'm not gonna lie. I want to play a game with like all of these people right now. Like, <laughs> I was thinking this. I was totally we're thinking going this. To, we're going. <laughs> we need to play together. We're going to have to. We're gonna have to do a session uh, in Rallier with all of you, and I'll be David for that. We got. We have to do that. Ooh. That would Please. be so much fun. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! I can't also, if anyone wants I, to do I, a I, campaign I, together, you guys are a fun bunch. Yes, like yes, seriously, that would be so so exciting. And this is and this was the first time I ever DM'd as a, I ever I was ever a dungeon master for anything. So I hope I did a decent job. I think so. You, you can't tell at all. Oh yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You can't tell. It was your first. Sorry, I killed you. Oopsie! <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens, All man. Good. I don't know. You picked the character with the eight intelligence. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that's what made. That's what makes these things so exciting. You just never know what's going to happen, and I cannot wait to do season two, which I plan to start recording that in January. I'm going to take a oh, bit nice. of a break on the show um, to rest up with all that and to. Oh my god! I'm still just. I'm. I'm kind of. A, Kind of emotional right now. Aww. I'm uh, very happy. Internet and, hug, uh, virtual I'm so hug. Thrilled. Hercule- yeah, virtual, virtual hugs hug. from across the seas. Virtual hugs to all of you. Come here. And, um, this was an oh, bring it in. Bring it in. Yeah. Wait, that's a, that's like a weird Zags amalgamation voice. Zags that was like, I like that new voice though. That's a nice new character voice. Yeah, new voice. <laughs> it is. I love that. Oh man! So, to, to before we all close out, I do want to mention to all of you who have been listening. Thank you all so much for listening and getting to this point. And if you've been listening since the beginning, I really, 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 really appreciate you. And for any of you who have yet to leave reviews on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please do leave one. It would really help the show out a lot. And also, of course, please do follow all of my friends. Which, by the way, I'm going to start with Haley. Uh, who was so wonderful as Pandora and Sir Bushley slash Galahad. Where can all the listeners of One Shot's <laughs> D&D character podcast follow you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hayley Evanet, uh, which is spelled H-A-Y-L-E-Y-E-V-E-N-E-T-T. And please also go check out Mockery Manor. That show is so fucking good. She plays twins. Um... And then uh, Nicholas Ewan, who played Tam Corrin. I am so appreciative of your support for the show, and I love interacting with you whenever a new episode comes out. It it really helps me want to keep going a lot of the times we do that. So thank love- you so much. I'm honored to have you on the finale. And where can the listeners follow you and your awesomeness? You can find me on Twitter at, at Nick Ewan. N-I-K-Y-U-E-N. Hell yes. Caroline it is a Sweet. Pleasure to be here. Uh, of course, of course. And Caroline Sweet. Yes. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and start gushing about Everlasting Sh- Shuan Yu. <laughs> uh, everyone, everyone needs to check out her performance in that. Um, it, 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 she is as delightful as you have heard, and she is incredibly funny. And I am incredibly thrilled that you got to be our most reoccurring guest member on the whole show this season. And I look forward to your eventual return. Where can the listeners follow you? 
Thank you. Oh my gosh, those the kind words. Oh my god, thank you. Um, and thank you for oh. continuously having all of the crazy characters that live inside my head uh, come to play on your podcast. Um, it, it was such an such an honor. Um, if anyone wants to find me on social media, um, it's just Caroline Sweet on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitch. Uh, and whatever other nonsense I have, I think, and um, yeah, I can't think of any other. I think that's all my socials. I think that's it. I think that's gotcha, it. gotcha. Um, and then last but not least, Erin Nicole Ludquist. Um, you are a delightful woman, and I am so thrilled that you got to bring Kuzara to Odysseus's life and mine, Aww. and. Letting Zax come to play has been such a treat, and um, I cannot recommend enough for all of you to follow her, which, where can they follow you? Ah, yes. Th- thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, Kuzara was a fun surprise to add in. And so thank you to all the listeners who have made it this far in this recording. Um, you can follow me on Twitter as Erin Lundquist, VA. Lundquist is L-U-N-D-Q-U-I-S-T. I'm online everywhere as Erin Nicole Lundquist. So um, I'm looking forward to meeting all of you fabulous listeners. Yes, yes. And um, I also want to bring out bring up that in between season one and season two, um, I do have another podcast going on right now called Voices That Cook, Yay! which is a show where I interview voice actors who also like to cook. And Aaron was my first guest on the show. So oh. if you want to get a bit of a background on her uh, voice acting experience and food that she has made, and also just to hear the two of us have a wonderful conversation – that is uh, something I would highly recommend listening to, and um, I sure hope to have some of you all on the show as well, especially if we have fun cooking stories. I think I've got Caroline on the list already. Nick, Thank if you. you're not on there, I'm getting you on there. Hmm. And um, Haley, <laughs> I think I don't. I think we've talked about it already. We just need to schedule something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at. The Voice That Cooks, and on Twitter at Voice That Cooks. And please do definitely follow me on Twitter for the sake of just getting the most information to get caught up on with all my upcoming projects and everything else and blah, 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 blah. I am uh, really thrilled and amazed and tired, but I am just so happy that all of you got to finally join me for the season finale of One Shot's D&D Character Podcast, Season 1. This was a tremendous way to close the season, and this if this season uh, has taught me anything other than um, friends are magical, it's that improv is one of the greatest forms of art that you can have, where you can literally create something out of the top of your brain and not have it planned, not even think much about it if need be, and you can truly create really compelling stories. And it's a practice I think everyone should embrace and do more of. Um, And uh, if anyone wants to uh, join me for season two, I know I've already asked quite a few people, but if you've been listening to the show and you have a D&D character you'd like to bring back, because that's been another joy, has been people who haven't uh, played as their character for a while want an excuse to bring them back. Like That's been really fun to do. Um. That's a lot of fun opportunities there, and I am 
I am so fucking happy with how this turned out. I was nervous earlier, and this went so fucking well. So I'm going to uh, say one last thing, and um, and then I will uh, I will I will I will close out. But for all of you who have been listening, I know the usual thing is if Bahamut doesn't give you a song, you just sing it anyway. You all give me songs to sing, and I'll sing them anytime I want to. And I'm going to let that be the new mantra for the show at this point forward. So, thank you all so much. Odysseus Claw thanks you. David Miskovage thanks you. All the bartenders I've played as, we all thank you. And I hope you all look forward to Season 2. And please, if you've never played D&D before, go play it and have fun. And that's it. There's one last thing that has to be illustrated in OneShot's D&D Character Podcast Season 1. The Avernus Saga has had a heavy toll on Odysseus Claw, but it's also had a heavy toll on Shai Hulud, which we totally neglected at the very end of the episode. So I wanted to make sure that you guys got to know what happened to Odysseus Claw's epic Akira-like motorcycle. Upon the destruction of the Dark Unicorn Tower, Neo-Bahamut's power surges and he rises up from the ground and flies up to the red, red sky. And Shai Halud is sitting on the edge of a cliff not too far away from where the tower was. And all of this sand and dirt and rock just start to cover it and form around it like it's being buried underneath the wrath of Neo-Bahamut for no one to find. It seems like it's going to be lost forever. And then two tiny little creatures they look kind of like dark leeches just kind of get onto the bike and they start to absorb water that is from Odysseus Claw's canteen that was left at the bike and Shai Hulud started to have a connection to these creatures that were forming around it and then it started to change. It started to get teeth, ridges, and grow in size. And it can hear two things in its head. Rasea, 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 Sea, Sea. And the other is the powerful swelling music 
from Hans Zimmer's Dune score. Shai Halud, Odysseus Claw's bicycle, its motorcycle, its form of transportation, his form of transportation, I should say, is becoming a giant sandworm. And it is going back to the gate of Avernus to find its master. See you in season two.